Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Good morning. Yes. So happy to join with you. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Welcome. For those of you who are new, this is the, we're in the fourth year of this broadcast. How amazing is that? And so you can get all the previous episodes totally for free at Unity Online, unity.fm or at iTunes. If you search for me, Jennifer Hadley, at iTunes, you can get all these episodes 166 previous episodes, plus this one, when it becomes available, totally free for you at iTunes. And uh, if you do go to iTunes and you're listening to the show on a regular basis, you like it, you appreciate it, I invite you to please write a review. The more people who write reviews, the more that iTunes shows it to people. All right. Well, I've got a lot to share, as I always do, and I'm so happy to join with you. We get to transcend time and space and be together, joining with the Holy Spirit. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart and to take this breath of love and gratitude with me. So we open our hearts and minds to the very possibility of love, the highest possibility of love, activating in our awareness. We declare that we're willing to walk and talk as our true identity. Knowing that we're one with God, we declare we are willing. We call the name of God, Beloved, I am that I am. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. We open our heart and mind to release, resolve, and dissolve all blocks to love and to open our hearts and minds to know that we already are perfect love. We're accepting our healing. We're allowing it to take place right now. We share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. So grateful and so thankful to simply let it be. We allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. So grateful. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, uh, as I am offering this live, we're getting close to the end of 2014. And so it's a time when many people are reviewing. Some are reviewing their life positively, and some are negative. So my aspiration in today's episode is to support you in releasing self-abuse and self-sabotage so that we open ourselves to know that true identity and we allow that healing to take place. So here where I am, I'm in the New York area in uh, the United States and we're coming to the winter solstice. And so as we do, what happens is, of course, it's darker and darker every day. And of course, in different parts of the world, there's more dark, less light. And uh, I love when we hit that solstice because I'm ready for more 
sunlight. <laughs> I really have come to love the sunlight. I am not a night owl. So, and in the time of darkness is a couple of things. Of course, the obvious one is it's a time for us to turn within and be more inner focused, to go into that hibernation, contemplation, doing the inner work, which is my love. And so that's what we're going to focus on today is doing some inner work to clear out some self-abuse and self-sabotage. You can hear in my voice, I still got a little bit of crustiness from, uh, I really believe I'm having a whole big throat chakra uh, recalibration as I often do at this time of year. Something will bring it forth and in this case, uh, everybody in my family has gotten this thing and we're all getting over it and <laughs> so I'm claiming my good in it and uh, have a husky voice for you. <laughs> So, one thing that many spiritual students don't know, and it's not often spoken of, is something that I realized uh, quite a while ago that was so helpful to me. And it has to do with self-sabotage and spiritual growth. So, once I really decided, okay, that's it, I'm throwing down the gauntlet, in this lifetime, I am choosing to awaken I believe it's possible. I'm not interested in reincarnating and burning off karma anymore. This is it. This lifetime, like Larry the Cable Guy, I'm going to get her done. How am I going to do that? I'm partnering with the higher Holy Spirit self, and I'm allowing the healing to happen. I'm allowing it. Yes. I'm keeping my focus on my healing. So no matter what I'm doing, and I have lots of activities in my life, as you might imagine, running a global ministry where, by the way, uh, the ministry is called Power of Love Ministry, and it supports all the Living of Course in Miracles classes, it supports this radio show, it supports all the free offerings at jenniferhadley.com, it supports everything. Power of Love Ministry is a non-profit organization. You can make a tax-deductible contribution, which I greatly appreciate. There's tithe page at jenniferhadley.com. We're building a Power of Love uh, website, Power of Love Ministry website, and uh, you can also make an offering at livingacourseofmiracles.com where we have lots of free A Course of Miracles resources for you. And we're just about to finally offer the A Course of Miracles app. You can register acimapp.com, A-C-I-M-A-P-P.com. We'll be releasing that, we hope, by Christmas definitely by the end of the year, and uh, it's, it's gone to approval at um, the Apple for the, it'll be for the iPad and for the iPhone at this point, we're just doing those two. Anyway, all of these free offerings and much more are supported by the Power of Love Ministry, you can make a tax-deductible contribution. Anyway, my point is, when whenever I'm doing anything, I recognize that the purpose of doing it whatever the work is uh, that's in front of me, whether it's work or play or whatever it is, it's all there for the purpose of my awakening. And then I share the benefits with everyone. So for instance, Power of Love Ministry, that's what we're dedicated to. We're dedicated to our own awakening and sharing the benefits with like-minded souls, souls who are interested in also awakening. This is my joy. And... Um, Gosh, it's been a few years ago now, 
I did a recording, a special bonus recording class uh, with Gary Renard. It was part of a Living a Course in Miracles series that we did. We did a bonus recording together. And I remember in there talking with him about uh, that, interestingly, he, in Disappearance of the Universe, is talking with his future self, uh, his ascended, awakened self. And we can all do that. They might not all be experienced, manifested in form, but our true identity is that ascended master self. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the I am that I am. And we can all dialogue with that holy self and allow that holy self, the Christed self, our Christed holy beingness, to lead and guide us every day, all the way. And indeed, that's exactly what A Course in Miracles is about. It's about listening to the Holy Spirit. And I say higher Holy Spirit self because so many Course in Miracles students, I, when they talk about the Holy Spirit, I can tell they, they perceive the Holy Spirit to be separate from them. But that's not the case. The Holy Spirit is your higher self. It is the I am that I am. And so we are all listening to that same voice of the I am presence, which is our holiness. So we're all awakening to our Christ itself. And why not set the aspiration that we are waking up, accepting the atonement for ourselves, same thing as waking up, attaining enlightenment, being our true selves, choosing salvation, all of these things are the same thing to me. We don't have to hold in our minds that it's going to take many, many lifetimes. When I started on this path of awakening back in the mid-80s, I was absolutely convinced that it would be hundreds of lifetimes to burn off the negativity that I was embodying at that time. I was 100% convinced of that. And I decided, well, whatever it takes is whatever it takes. That's what I'm doing. And then, as I continued to deepen my practice, I realized, wait a minute. I am not bound in time and space. I'm an eternal being. I'm one with the, with the, one, the one, one. I do have the ability to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Why would I ever think it's going to take many lifetimes for me to awaken? I am not interested in that thought anymore. So I immediately decided, this is it. I'm awakening now, this now. And that's when I decided to make everything in my life, every activity, part of my spiritual practice and my path of awakening. So that really helped me to take a whole new view of self-sabotage and self-abuse, which of course all self-abuse is self-sabotage. So, when I made that decision, what came into my awareness is a very powerful awareness, <laughs> insight. I was ready for it. I was ready to see the truth that set me free. And that insight was that the purpose of self-sabotage and self-abuse is not so much to inflict pain, it literally is to slow down your spiritual growth and keep you identified with the ego. 
once I had that realization that self-sabotage and self-abuse is to counteract my spiritual growth, to slow it down, to get it under the ego's control, then I said, heck no. And so I began to really offer up the many, 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 many patterns of self-sabotage and self-abuse to the Holy Spirit. So this is my baseline practice. If you listen to this show regularly, then you know one of my basic methods of healing is to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to call the name of God, beloved, I am that I am, and to, to declare that I am worthy of my healing. And how I do that, and how I invoke the Holy Spirit, I do call the name of God. And there's a wonderful episode about calling the name of God and how powerful that is that you can get in the, at the free download list at unity.fm or at iTunes. Uh, Great episode uh, I did, I think it was back in September and of 2014. And, because I know people listen to these for years, because the first episodes were in 2011 with Ken Wapnick and Gary Renard and lots of those folks. Um, and I have interviewed so many Course in Miracles teachers on my radio show, so I invite you to definitely listen to them. So, just tuning in here. When I decided to awaken, that put uh, a new emphasis on my spiritual practice and a new level of motivation and commitment. It took me even more out of managing and coping and into proactively healing. So I call the name of God and I declare I am not interested in this pattern of negativity anymore. And as I go throughout my day, there's not a day that I don't have at least one moment, for sure, where a negative pattern comes up into my awareness for healing because I feel agitated or frustrated or angry or judgmental or confused or in despair or I notice there's an attachment, some kind of emotional thing that's going on, and when that happens, my healing is activated by saying, in the name of God, beloved, I am that I am, I declare that I am no longer interested in this pattern. And in my mind, I point to it, this pattern. In my mind, I point to the irritation, the upset that I'm feeling, the thoughts that I'm thinking, and I don't know if I can describe it better, but it's just kind of like I put my put it, my awareness on the thought, like the thought um, could be, this is this is this is bad, this is wrong, this is not good. I used to have all the time thoughts like, oh, that's so stupid, they're so stupid, um, I'm never gonna this, I'm always gonna that. All of these thoughts of blame and shame, regret and resentment, hurt, doubt, fear, worry, jealousy, rage, revenge, guilt, um, 
poverty, consciousness, all, you know, these different various negative patterns. We each are working on our particular curriculum in the total healing of the one mind uh, that our human experience is part of. And so I literally draw my attention and focus to my experience of the pattern. I'd say this, I'm not interested in this anymore. This is exactly the kind of thought, the kind of feeling, the kind of belief that I'm interested in transforming and healing. I'm making a holy offering of it to the Holy Spirit to miraculously heal this pattern of belief and thought and feeling back to the root source so that I never experience it again and let anyone else who experiences this pattern, also have a healing so that no one ever experiences it again. Now, sometimes I find, particularly now, I only have to do it once, and then that pattern, it's gone. That was just the last little nub of it that the higher Holy Spirit self brought into my awareness so that I could transcend and transmute it forever. So when these negative thoughts come into my awareness, I don't think, oh, there's that horrible thought again. I think, yippee, I can help heal this thought forever. Back to the root source. And this is what our charge is as lightworkers. This is what we are here to do. To transmute and transcend these egoic patterns. To remember our true identity and awaken within the dream. And it's totally possible because I'm experiencing it and I used to believe that it wasn't possible. And now I absolutely know that it is because I have proved it to myself. Now let me just mention here, if this interests you and doing this work and getting really super focused, then you might be interested in my year-long Masterful Living class. We start at the beginning of January. It's a year-long class. If you don't like it, you can always drop out. There's tons of resources, tons of support. It's a very powerful class. Right now I've been having conversations with the folks who've been in the class in 2014, and we're literally harvesting the benefits that they have given themselves this year by working the curriculum that I offer. Every year, the curriculum is somewhat different because the people are somewhat different. And I'm different every year because I'm awakening more and more. I have more and more clarity every year. So I invite you to consider my year-long Masterful Living class. We start at the beginning of January. I'm offering a preview. This will be my third of three previews that I'm offering about the Masterful Living class. Um, This week is called Fortify Your Faith on December 18th. If you're listening to this audio after December 18th, you can go get the download for free at jenniferhadley.com. Go to the events page at jenniferhadley.com. You can also collect the one I did um, last week called Relationship Rescue uh, about healing relationships. That was a Masterful Living preview class. And the week before that, How to Stop Playing Small with a Special Focus for Lightworkers. All three of these Masterful Living preview classes are totally free at jenniferhadley.com. I'm going to continue with how I have learned to transcend and transmute the patterns of self-sabotage and self-abuse. When we come back, it's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles 
on Unity Online Radio, where we're dedicating ourselves to walking the talk and living the love. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. So happy to be with you today. And our topic is about healing, transforming self-sabotage and self-abuse. I have to say, I'm an expert. (laughs) I've transformed so much and I am transforming it all so that I can live as my true identity and it is my joy to share this with you. I really feel that this is a major part of uh, my life's work, which is really truly focused on waking up within the dream and living a life of pure love, being truly helpful, and being a beneficial presence in this world. And I absolutely love, 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 love this path that I'm on. And I now actually am grateful for every painful experience I've ever had and all the errors that I've made because I've learned how to harvest the learning from them and share the benefits of that learning so that It's not a mistake anymore, and it's not a sin, and I don't even wish it didn't happen because I'm harvesting the benefits. And that, to me, is miraculous because let me just tell you, my friend, when I started this deeper, deeper work, I totally, (laughs) I was really at a place where I just thought, maybe I'm spiritually stupid because I have been studying this for a long time and I keep making the same mistakes. And I am sick to death of making the same mistakes. So I don't feel that way at all anymore. And that's why I am so motivated and inspired to share what I have learned. So as I was saying before we went to the break, if you would like to do that in a conscious, focused group way, where there's a real curriculum we're working, my year-long Masterful Living course might be right for you, and we start in early January. And you can definitely just enroll in the first couple months, check it out. If you don't like it, you can withdraw. It's not a big deal, but it might be the right thing for you. And you can learn all about that at jenniferhadley.com. And healing the self-sabotage is a major focus of what we do during the course of the year because without that focus, you can study spirituality till you are, your eyes fall out of your head and you can memorize scripture. We all know people who know how to memorize scripture, memorize A Course in Miracles, but they're not living it. They're not walking the talk. They're not living the love and they're not experiencing the awakening. So that's how you know that you're awakening. I mean, excuse me. That's how you know that you're truly living a course of miracles is you feel that you're awakening. You don't feel confused anymore. And that is one of the greatest benefits, I think, of uh, the classes that I offer. 
And of course, I offer many, many free classes, including the introductory class that I'm offering this week called Fortify Your Faith, the How to Stop Playing Small for Lightworkers, and the Relationship Rescue. All three of those classes free on the events page at jenniferhadley.com. Please take advantage of them. So, in our Transforming These Patterns, That first segment of the show, I encourage you to listen to that over and over and over again because you'll really get, if you use that practice, you'll become a rock star. And I I give this practice away all the time and tell people all the time because it works, it works, it works. It's so profoundly healing. And it is all that A Course in Miracles is about. It truly is. Now, In order to understand how to heal self-sabotage, for me, it was extremely helpful to, as I said before, recognize, to, to really get, to really cognize that all self-sabotage is for the purpose of keeping me identified with the ego and slowing down my spiritual growth. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, for a long, long, long time, probably 20 years, the ego was driving my spiritual practice, which is why I felt like, am I spiritually stupid? I didn't recognize that the ego was driving my practice. The ego always wants to drive my practice, and I have to address that in my practice. So whenever you hear a voice that says, you should, or you shouldn't, or you better, and if you don't, that's the ego. So if you hear that voice, particularly in relationship to your spiritual practice, say, get thee behind me, because it is the voice of the ego, and that way madness lies. Chapter 3 in the text, The Innocent Perception, Section 2, Miracles as True Perception, Paragraph 6. The way to correct distortions is to withdraw your faith in them and invest only in what is true. I'm going to say that again. The way to correct distortions is to withdraw your faith in them and invest only in what is true. Invest it and to invest your faith only in what is true. Yes. So, let's, let's break this down because this is profoundly helpful. So, what are distortions? Distortions are upsets, irritations, frustrations, sadness, hurt, despair, anger, resentment, regret, jealousy, blame, shame. All that emotional disturbance, those are the distortions that are talked about here. Those disturbances are the result of thinking thoughts that are not true. The thoughts that are not true are distortions. Distortions cause disturbance. Distortions cause disturbance. Distortions in your thinking. All the ways in which you are believing something that is not actually true are going to create disturbances. Now, in my year-long Masterful Living class, one of the things that we learn to recognize is that those disturbances are actually 
helpful. This is one of the things that it says in the section of the manual for teachers that I constantly say, please read this every day until you totally get it. So in the section in the manual for teachers, chapter four, section A, called development of trust, it says there in paragraph four, it takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. It takes great learning. It also takes great willingness to have that great learning, to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. Earlier in that paragraph, it says that this is part of what we learn as teachers, that the changes in our life are always helpful. Now, as we're coming into Christmas time, the end of the year, the start of the new year, what some people do is they look at the choices that they've made this year and they start to abuse themselves. This is a pattern of self-sabotage where you start saying, I shoulda, I woulda, I coulda. We start to assign blame, whether it's towards ourselves or someone else. If we're blaming ourselves, then we're going to be shaming ourselves. None of these patterns can happen unless you choose to believe something that's not true. All distortions and all the emotional disturbance that are the byproduct of those mental distortions come from believing things that aren't true. The truth sets you free. The truth does not disturb you. It does not upset you. It does not pain you. It does not frighten you. It does not hurt you. It does not cause depression. The truth sets us free. So whenever we're disturbed emotionally, we are choosing to believe thoughts that are not true. And as we come into the darkest time of the year, as we come into the turning of the calendar from one year to another, a lot of stuff comes into our awareness to be healed. That's why I was saying before the break that when the old patterns come into my awareness, I go, yippee, thank you, higher Holy Spirit self, for placing these thoughts in my awareness consciously so I can choose to attend to them, call forth my healing, activate my healing, accept my healing, allow my healing, rather than to reinvest in these beliefs and thoughts and create more disturbance, more distress, more distortions. Not doing that anymore. Been there, done that, complete with that pattern. It's not helpful to me anymore. I'm not going to abuse myself anymore. I am choosing the path of freedom and liberation, which is the path of mastery, which is the path of discovering my true identity and disidentifying with a small self, a selfish self, a self that is ego and lost and destructive and hurtful and abusing and sabotaging. Not doing that anymore. So 
this technique that I'm giving you brought me so much healing, quantum amounts of healing. The question is, will you use it and will you apply it over and over again, hundreds of times throughout your day to really quickly, easily, gracefully bring to an end these patterns of lack and attack that create the disturbances. The patterns of lack and attack are distortions. So going back to chapter 3, section 2, miracles as true perception, the way to correct distortions is to withdraw your faith in them and invest your faith only in what is true. That's it. That's what the whole workbook is about. Withdrawing your faith in the distorted beliefs. All beliefs are distortions. Truth is true. It's perfect. Belief systems are distortions. So we're withdrawing our faith from the belief systems, which we must do one thought at a time. Now the great thing is, the Holy Spirit only presents to us one thought at a time. So the question is, is are you going to seize the healing opportunity? Are you going to allow your healing to happen? Or will you reinvest? It's like reenlisting in the army. It's like reenlisting in a prison sentence. Not that the army is a prison sentence. But it's like reenlisting in those false beliefs and all the misery that they cause. When the thought comes into our awareness, I'm not good enough. There's something wrong with me. I'm never going to be happy. I'm always going to be on the outside. I'm always going to feel blah, 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 whatever it is that you're convinced of. Don't have to figure out how to have a healing. Offer it to the Holy Spirit. It says over and over again in A Course in Miracles that if we allow the Holy Spirit to scrub our mind clean, it can happen. But if we actively invest ourselves in thinking the thought, there's something wrong with them, there's something wrong with me, do we value having the Holy Spirit clear those thoughts out of our mind? No, because we're choosing them again. This is Course in Miracles 101. And at this time of the year, there is a, there's more light pouring in during the time of darkness, if you can believe it. As we head to Christ, Christmas, Christmas, you know, as we turn to the winter solstice. What's happening is, in that darkest time of the year, it's actually easier for us to see the inner light within us if we're willing to look within and recognize that, as A Course in Miracles says, not only is the kingdom within, you are the kingdom because you are the light. And the light is fully being itself underneath every single belief in darkness. So the only thing that hides the light within us is our belief in darkness. And because we have free will in this world, we must choose to surrender valuing a belief in darkness in order to experience freedom. This is what the trust session in the teacher's manual is all about. Surrendering that which causes our suffering so that we can value that which is truly valuable. Also, in the, the work in the um, Manual for Teachers, there's a beautiful section on sacrifice, 
We don't have to give up anything that's truly of value. In fact, it's only about giving up that which causes our suffering. So let us place our faith in the truth rather than the distortions. Now it says here again in chapter 3, section 2 of the text, You cannot make untruth, falseness, true. You can't make your belief system true. It's never going to happen. You can try. You can work your whole life, every minute of every day, to try and make your belief system true, but it never will be true. Truth is true. And only truth is true. And the great thing about truth being true is it's true for everyone the same. So what is true is true for everyone. That's one of the litmus tests that you can use to know that it's true. So if there's something wrong with you, then there has to be something wrong with everyone. And it has to be the same thing. Because we're all one, and what's true is true for everyone. Likewise, what's true for the Dalai Lama, what's true for anyone that you feel has a grasp on the truth, is also true for you. So if they are perfect love, so are you. And this is why A Course in Miracles tells us over and over and over again that we are the Son of God. And Course in Miracles says we have the same Father. We all have the same Father. I prefer to say we all have the same Father, Mother, God. So to me, yes, there is God, the Father presence, but there's also God, the Mother presence, and they're one. And they have given birth to the Son of God, which is the Christ child, and that is what we are. We are that holy, perfect Christ child. So, you cannot make untruth true. You can't make your belief system true. If you are willing to accept what is true in everything you perceive, you let it be true for you. So this is the way that we begin to work with our mind, looking for the truth, affirming the truth, and making an offering to the Holy Spirit of all the beliefs, everything that is false. You can call them false beliefs, but all beliefs are false. Truth is true. We don't believe in the truth. We know the truth. So when we surrender the false beliefs, the knowing of the truth is already there. And that's what I believe faith is. Faith is knowing the truth. Faith is investing in the truth. Doubt is investing in your beliefs. All doubt, all self-doubt is self-abuse and it is self-sabotage. It does slow down your spiritual growth and it is re-enlisting with the ego. So doubt is when you believe your judgments and opinions rather than the truth. Because all doubt is self-doubt. That's the teaching of A Course of Miracles. You doubt your true identity is the Christ child, is the Son of God. That's the only kind of doubt there is. Now, it can look like you're doubting your brother, you're doubting your sister, you're doubting your ability, you're doubting whatever, but it's all self-doubt. 
because when we know ourselves as the Son of God, as the Christ presence, all doubt will be dissolved. How cool is that? And we're doing it in our lifetime. We're not waiting more lifetimes to do it. We're doing it right now. Now it says here, again, chapter 3, section 2, paragraph 6, truth overcomes all error. And those who live in error and emptiness can never find lasting solace. If you perceive truly, you are canceling out misperceptions in yourself and in others simultaneously. Why? Because we're one. Because you see the misperceptions as they are. I'm sorry. Because you see them as you are, as they are, you offer them your acceptance of their truth so that you can accept it for themselves. So that they can accept it for themselves. Because you see your brothers and sisters as they truly are, as the Son of God, as the Christ did one, you're offering them your acceptance of their truth, which is the truth, because there's only one truth. So that they can accept it for themselves. This is the healing that the miracle induces. And so what is the miracle? Again, the miracle is when you allow yourself to think the thoughts of God. And you accept the atonement for yourself. You realize you're willing to believe that the separation never happened. How cool is that? I love this topic. Let's bring all things to the light that is within us for healing. So I'm going to give practical tips for the holidays when we come back from the break. And I, another reminder that I've got these free classes. You can sign up. You can listen live to the Fortify Your Faith class this week. Or, and if you do listen live, you can ask me questions. I'm taking questions. Or you can get the downloads later. Fortify Your Faith. Relationship Rescue. How to Stop Playing Small. On the events page at jenniferhadley.com. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk. culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful? Spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be, and that it can be fun to explore too. Melena Dawn and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists, examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with a community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day, in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Welcome back 
to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. And our topic this week is about healing self-sabotage and self-abuse. The last couple weeks of the year tend to be magnification of negative patterns. They're coming up for healing because there's more light pouring into this third dimension at this time. And so this is our opportunity to welcome the Christ into our awareness and to shine the light of Christ's illumination onto these negative patterns rather than do what you might have done in the past. The Lord knows I used to do it, which is just succumb to the negative patterns or go into managing and coping. So one of the things you'll notice is if you're trying to manage and cope with the patterns, if you're trying to work with behavior modification, so a, a big pot pattern is... Um, Food abuse, alcohol abuse, and things like that, isolating or just all kinds of things. You know, a lot of unhealed stuff, sex addiction, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, codependency, all this stuff comes up for healing at this time of year. And if you're trying to use behavior modification to heal it, uh, not that that's wrong or bad. It's just the ego's way of working. And I am absolutely a proponent of spiritual healing because I've experienced so much spiritual healing personally in my own life and all my relationships and the healing of so many negative patterns that used to just have me like a prisoner in a cage. And I also have supported hundreds of people in my year-long Masterful Living class and all my other classes, people who really are dedicating themselves to working spiritual principle, working in the invisible, rather than managing, coping, doing behavior modification. And they're really experiencing profound healing, expansion, clarity, freedom, joy. It's so powerful. So, so very powerful. And, uh, I mean... It's real. It's real healing, and it's lasting healing. This is what is available to us. So why would we ever choose behavior modification? Just think about it. Behavior modification is not doesn't say anything about healing in there, does it? doesn't say anything about transcending or transmuting the patterns and eliminating them. Behavior modification is a form of managing and coping. I used to I used to think behavior modification was my friend it was all I had and what I realized was that behavior modification is one big method of shooting on myself I should do this I shouldn't do that I better do this I better do that this is good this is bad it just keeps those judgments and opinions cycling and circulating so intensely there's no healing involved now if behavior modification is all you're willing to do, if it's all you got, well, it will decrease the amount of intensity of shame that acting out brings. But that intensity of shame and the pain of acting out and revisiting those patterns, re-energizing them, which is often the result of behavior modification, that all that pain and suffering will actually become a motivator. So this is one of the things I talk about a lot of times is what motivates you? Does your suffering motivate you to do something different? Or does the vision and the possibility of your healing motivate you? What's your motivator? 
So in masterful living, we move into the vision of our holy Christ self is motivating us. It's far more effective. It's much more interesting. It's much more joyful, and it works much faster. The ego motivates with pain, with suffering. The pain and the suffering ultimately will motivate you to choose love, to choose healing, to choose forgiveness, to choose the tools of awakening. Ultimately, it will. It might take many lifetimes to feel motivated enough to really decide, okay, I'm accepting the atonement for myself. I'm in a partnership with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to work. There's nothing Spirit can't do. I am in alignment. I'm doing this. It's, I'm, I've decided. It's happening. That's why A Course in Miracles talks about deciding. Deciding is key. Sometimes when I'm working in a counseling situation with someone who's really wrapped up in a negative pattern of self-abuse and self-sabotage, I'll say, look, you're not ready to give this pattern up yet. I respect that. I have felt that way. So if you're not ready to give it up yet, what about just setting a liberation date for yourself? Saying, okay, my liberation date is January 1st, 2020. So from now until 2020, I'm going to allow the self-medication and the self-abuse and all these patterns to just be expressed, to play themselves out. But come January 1st, 2020, I'm going to get real. I'm going to go for the spiritual healing. I'm going to learn to work in the invisible. I'm going to stop pushing density. I'm going to stop playing small. I'm really going to go for it. I'm going to activate my light body. And I'm going to be the light worker that I was born to be and become truly helpful in this world and awaken. I'm going to accept the atonement for myself then. But until then, I'm just going to play these patterns out and learn as much as I can from them. And then when 2020 comes, I'll share the benefits of my healing and expansion then. For now, I'm just going to share the painful learning. Or, you know, and usually when I say to people, what is a date you would like to set for your decision to liberate and to stop playing small? Most people in a counseling session will say now, but not everyone decides to really, truly go for it. This is something that no one can give you. No one can give it to you. Only you can decide, all right, that's it. I've had enough. I've had enough. So one of the things that happens all the time is that people tell me, over and over and over again. Why am I cycling back down to the same old stuff? The same old crap? This is the world of contrast, my friend. So one of the things that we experience in this world is, if we're not done with the pattern, if it's still there in our awareness, the higher Holy Spirit self has planned, you have planned, because you are the higher Holy Spirit self, you have, as part of your curriculum, to go back in, spiral down, so it seems, into the darkness in order to bring it to the light. This is the possibility. This is what keeps happening to us over and over again. We keep choosing again and again. Are we going to serve the ego? Or are we going to serve spirit? 
In Chapter 3, Section 2, to continue on in Paragraph 6, Truth overcomes all error, and those who live in error and emptiness can never find lasting solace. If you perceive truly, you are canceling out misperceptions in yourself and in others simultaneously because all minds are joined. Because you see your brother and sister as they truly are, you offer them your acceptance of their truth so that they can accept it for themselves. This is the healing that the miracle produces. This is our destiny. This is what we can choose if we wish to. Now, obviously, you don't need my help. You have A Course of Miracles. You have Jesus. You have the angels. You have everything you need. But if you'd like my company and my support and the support of other like-minded individuals from around the world, all traveling this path together, I invite you to please check out my Masterful Living class at jenniferhadley.com. Remember, you can sign up for the preview classes, which are totally free. You can ask me questions this week in the Fortify Your Faith class. And you can get all the downloads. If you can't join me live, you can get all the downloads. A couple things I want to mention is that as this holiday season is happening, this is your time of amazing healing. Don't let it pass you by. The patterns are coming up so that you will finally address them and choose to heal them. I also would like to mention that if you'd like to further live A Course in Miracles with us, uh, there's a whole group of us who are going on a beautiful Baja, Mexico winter retreat. Living A Course in Miracles Baja, Mexico retreat with myself, Gary Renard, John Mundy, Regina Don Akers, David Hoffmeister, and Maria Felipe. Check it out at acimretreat.com, acimretreat.com. Let's take a breath, place your hand on your heart. We join with people from more than 100 countries around the world listening to this radio show. Yes. And we invoke the Holy Spirit into our awareness. We say, I am willing. I am deciding to accept the truth that sets me free and share the benefits with everyone. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Have a great week of healing. Yes.